Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second edition of the EdNap Podcast. As you all know, EdNap Podcast stands for Everyone with a Disability Needs a Voice. I'm joined, I'm grateful to have my join, the founder and owner of Nova Athletics, Mr. Nathan James. Hello, happy to be here. They're, they're, I am a member of Nova Athletics Gym, and they're, they're, they're definitely the best gym I've ever seen. I hope if anyone that lives in this area, they should definitely check it out. They're the recipient of the Best of Loudoun 2020. Congratulations on that. Also. 2021 congratulations on that thank you and i just wanted to talk my first question is how did you get into crossfit yeah so for me getting into crossfit was um a comically consistent story of people getting into crossfit um you know one of our friends and head coach here in, in our sterling location dre he uh showed me an article of a workout many 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 years ago in in men's health when it was still kind of seen as a uh, as a taboo sort of people just trying to figure out what it is and what's going on and um you know he just showed me this workout fran and, oh. and everybody you know has so many similar stories but it, the article was about how it'll it'll whoop your butt and this and that um, you know, and, and me and Dre have been athletic and our whole lives and known each other our, since second grade. Um, and so it was, it was a new challenge for us. He said, well, let's try it. He said, do it as fast as you can. And, and you know, I don't think at the time it was pretty, but it was, uh, it, it took us like over 10 minutes and it should have taken us like two or three minutes. And, um, you know, at the time I was doing some bodybuilding, I was I was playing semi-pro soccer. Dre was playing um, football still, semi-pro football on the side. I was competitive in Olympic-style sparring for Taekwondo and for Virginia. And um, so I thought, you know, I was in pretty good shape. Early 20s, you know, I'm like, I'm in my prime. And we just did this little workout and probably didn't even do it right. And it just left us wiped. And that day... I went home and I spent the whole night researching how could something do this to me? You know, like what, what am I missing in my repertoire? And um, I spent that whole night researching and, and learning why it's, it's a, a pretty good implement for performance and things. And um, I literally came back the next day and never, I had clients at the time that I was personal training and came back the next day and never trained them the same way again. They, they started learning how to properly front squat and, and overhead squat and Olympic lift. And uh, yeah, that, that was definitely the, the start of the journey. And from there, we just went on to gaining more knowledge, more knowledge and uh, yeah, trying to help people. And for, and Fred, is that a hero workout? Uh, no, they call it a... Um, they call it like a lady workout or, or sort of one of their benchmark workouts. So and is that the one with the thrusters, the 2159 yeah, thrusters? Yeah, so it's okay. 2159. So 21 thrusters, which is a front, a full front squat yeah. into an overhead press. 21 of those at 95 pounds for guys, 65 yeah. for ladies, and then um, pull-ups. Yeah, 21, 21, 15, 15. Yeah, and I've done that. And it's definitely, it seems pretty easy when you see it, yeah. but it's so, because such an intense workout. It's very, it's not that long, Yeah, but it's very it's so intense that you, yeah. you do feel it. Yeah, and the, the shorter the workout, the higher the intensity, yeah. and that's a pretty short workout. And the, the movements complement each other so well um, that it, it's quite difficult. It is my still to this day the workout i'm the most afraid of <laughs> yeah even even 
for me it's the Murph. That's always the one that always that always yeah. really destroys me. But it's and, a lot of volume. And that's one thing because I, I Olympic lift. Is there a reason why? Do you know why CrossFit is so keen to Olympic lifting? Um, you know, they, they like to incorporate a lot of different um, movements, right? So they'll tell you CrossFit is a combination of Olympic lifting, yeah. uh, powerlifting, gymnastics, you know, your metabolic conditioning stuff, like your running and your rowing. And so you combine all these things together Um and, and it's it's obviously now turned into its own sport. Absolutely, I mean those those they have these like Matt Fraser, who's yeah. like the Michael Jordan of CrossFit. He's a monster. I know he's, I know he's retired now, but yeah. And then the guy Justin Medeiros, I know he won it this year. Yeah. yeah but it's turned into like a huge like you know like you can be it's like being you could be paid millions of dollars for playing this CrossFit game, even yeah. though it's only been around. Pop, it may have been around for twenty years, but it's only yeah. been popular for the last ten years. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, I, I agree, and um, it's been awesome watching it, it grow and, and evolve, really. Yeah, and speaking of that, uh, seeing the hero workouts, as we all know, a lot of people attribute that the military has, a lot of people in the military are found across it. Do you want to speak, for me personally, I think it's because in the military, you have a very, it's a very standard, intense standard that you have to have a workout, and CrossFit on and mimics it. Do you, do you want to speak on why do you think the military is so popularized by CrossFit? Yeah, I think, you know, anyone can do CrossFit and there's many versions of CrossFit and things like that. But I, I think for the military, um, they we have a lot of military in here and yeah. we talk to them. You know, we've been doing this for a decade now and talking to them, um, you know, a decade ago, their their PT test was just like run, 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 run. Yeah. Uh, push-ups with no real regulation. They were kind of ugly. They didn't really teach you how to do them right. Pull-ups with no real regulation. It was kind of like mostly go all the way down and chin over the bar, you know, and and that was it. There was no pressing. There was no picking things up. There was no carrying under load. There was, you know, there's so many aspects to what um, I think, you know, they could see on the battlefield. So, I think CrossFit brought this aspect of, look, you don't know what you're going to find on the battlefield and you don't know what you're going to find when you walk into this this training facility. Um, you might be snatching and, yeah. and, and handstand push-upping or you might be running two miles or you might be... So it was kind of like a... Uh, and, and part that I like it too is just as much physical strength as it is mental strength. The fact that you learn that no matter what you can walk into the gym and whatever's on the board or whatever the coaches ask you to do you're going to be able to handle it and i think that's huge yeah and you also do you also do a lot of uh, strength training as well because you have your own i'm part of like the barbell club yeah and i was wondering do you was there a reason why because the barbell club is relatively new right um it, we've had it we probably opened it a year and a half two years after we had opened our regular sort of crossfit uh, classes, but um, the barbell club kind of like a next step in, in evolution. People send, t seem to get their lungs up pretty quickly. Um, again, there's there's multiple levels to that, but you get your lungs up quickly. But it takes time to develop strength, um, real strength, and and strength in your connective tissues um, and and things like that. Not not even mentioning technique. You know, now that you're in barbell club, right, and you're Olympic lifting. Yeah, and, technique. It was just. Uh, <laughs> So obvious, just sitting there. I mean, I, I I understand why I did it now, but and also my main thing was the 
plus just gain like a reputation for being an incredibly intense workout. Yeah. I mean, you can't just walk in and expect. I mean, you can do it, but it takes a lot of time and effort in order to perfect it, right? Because yeah. in and of itself, it's a sport. It's its own skill now. Yeah. What What advice would you give to someone who is probably who is hesitant about joining CrossFit because of the intense skill level? Like, what, what What would you What advice would you give to them? Yeah, you know, I think some one main thing that I I don't think a lot of people even realize is that we. And, and most gyms that I know of scale to everyone's ability. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, you know, eight, nine year olds, and then we have like 70 something year olds as well. Um, you know, we scale to your ability. Our, our goal, at least at our, at our facility is that, um, you know, you reach those health and fitness goals. You're getting stronger. You're, you know, if you have weight to lose, you're losing the weight. Um, so just feel, feel comfortable in the gym and and take a chance you don't yeah. really have much to lose yeah but i feel like for me i i got really concerned when i joined crossfit i was like i remember the first day i walked in i saw this woman who was like olympic lifting like three feet 300 pounds i don't know if she still goes there but then I, I walked in and then i was like oh no because <laughs> what happened when i walked in it was like an intersection so the barbell club was going on right so i was very intimidated yeah. and then i remember I remember just sitting there, going in, going in the corner, and just trying to do. A, I remember the first time I did, I did a wall ball, yeah. and I had no idea what to do. Yeah, I remember just sitting in the back, just doing squats with like old running shoes that are not meant that have like these huge soles that are not meant yeah. for, that are not meant for because <laughs> they're not meant for squatting. But I think, and also what because a lot of people with disabilities, they must also, for me personally, maybe with disabilities, they might also have a fear of getting into working. For me personally, because I was always afraid, I was embarrassed myself. I try to do a pull up and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what, what advice would you give to that? Like I know, um, you know, I think that uh, it's a common thing, right? That yeah. we our our perception. We're worried about how other people perceive us, right? Um, but I, I think what people find when they come into, you know, especially I, I know our CrossFit gym, but I've obviously been in a lot of CrossFit gyms, is they find um, an extremely supportive community that is there and got their back and you know if you're not showing up they want to know where you're at yeah, and, you yeah. know, there's real bonds that are there and it's a similar to the military thing is like when people struggle together they seem to then have this big camaraderie and and they understand and and uh everyone's on the same page and so it's, it's nice to have a um you know we got like 150 people per gym and so 300 total we got two gyms right now and it and yeah it seems like it's it's so awesome to have 300 people that are all on the same page. And you're opening up a third one, right? The one, yeah. The one, is it in Leesburg? Yeah, we're, we're working on a Leesburg location right now, um, as well as our rehab care. So we want to oh. be a um, full one-stop shop. So Optimize Sports and Family Wellness Center will be you opening. You also do nutrition as well. Yep, we do full nutrition, everything. So we want to be, uh, you know, for us, it's about performance. It's about health. We want to be a one-stop shop. You have old injuries. You want to help take care of it and everything. So. And I also think that for a lot of people with disabilities, they might not. For me, it was like, for me, it was like a lot of the stuff uh, that I wanted that I, I looked at. I think it was a lot of stigmatism of how you help people with disabilities. It was like you know, you do like these like physical like physical therapy helped me mm. a lot, but I never like it was it was strange, right? Because I was like. Because a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people with disabilities, when they go into a CrossFit gym, they, they face like unique problems. 
They say very few problems are very unique. Mm. Unfortunately, I feel like I was in a situation where I did have a unique problem. Yeah. Because I had a stroke survivor. There are a lot of people who has had a stroke, mm-hmm. but it's very rare for you to have a child. So, like, so me talking to an elderly person, yeah. we might have something to connect on, but it's not really not going to be that similar as if I had talked to someone who had a stroke as a child. But yeah. I felt that it felt like definitely make you feel like more confident, so, right? Because I wasn't in the best shape. I had very, I was. I, I, I didn't have an outlet. I feel like CrossFit and weightlifting gives a lot of people. And did he, do you think it helped you give like an outlet? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much, um, you know, it's not even arguable anymore. There's so much science behind yeah. the endorphins and the benefits to exercise, not just the physical benefits, but the mental benefits. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I'm not even talking about the confidence, like yeah. that's even beyond that. Um, so it, it, I think it's invaluable and, and, you'll hear all the time people um you know i never worked out and then i started yeah. working out and oh my god i'm addicted well what are they addicted <laughs> that was to? that was me as well yeah, yeah. And, and everyone gets addicted and, and addicted to the results and yeah. addicted to the feeling that they feel afterwards and the endorphins and the confidence and the way you look in the mirror um you know i it, it's hard to get over that hump for people who who aren't in a gym and stuff but i I just encourage people to, to try. We Our bodies are very strong and they like to work and they, they're meant to move and they're meant to work. And, um, you know, I, I think that there's a lot of uh, yeah. chemical results in, in that. And also I think also the competing factor, like yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're competitive. I feel like that really helps as well. I know because Noble, well, CrossFit in and of itself, you can compete if you want yeah. So I know we had like uh, that Tiffany Jade, she, she yeah. went... I know she made it past the first round. Yeah. So you you can there's also the competition factor, right? And Ma did as well. Oh, she did as well. Yeah. And the, and the fifty, uh, what is it? Fifty five to fifty nine. Oh, congratulations to her! Yeah. I did not know that. La- last year, last yeah, year she didn't do it this this uh, last time. But yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. Then do you do you, what is like? And also one thing I think was like the nutrition part. Yeah. Like for me. I never truly understood the nutrition part until I joined because, like, I was able to slim down, I was able to gain the muscle, but, but, but my workout, the CrossFit, like, in last time I went on a cut, right? Yeah. My workout didn't change, yeah. but it's a diet and nutrition. Yeah. I know the law is nutrition, but do you want to speak on the behalf of what do you think nutrition has done for you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, people put a lot of pressure on nutrition. Yeah. They, they try to... Um, you know, they come in Monday and they sign up for the gym and then they come in Tuesday and they want to sign up for nutrition. And, it, you know, sometimes it's actually a lot for them to bite yeah. off. It's almost too much. It can become overwhelming. And even though they're so motivated at first, I, I call it the two-week cliff. Yeah. The first two weeks, it's very easy to be um, motivated. You can convince yourself you're motivated and stuff. But after two weeks, a lot of that shine, you know, so to speak, wears off and... Um, you know, you have to have a bigger why. And, and for me, you know, performance is, is everything, but but health is, is even more. You know, I got a little one now, and I want to be there for him. I want to be able to play sports with him when he's older. And, um, you know, that, that's important to me. And I want to live long to have grandkids and maybe great-grandkids. And, you know, so for me, the nutrition is what's all encompassing. It brings it all together. So it increases the performance. It obviously makes you even more healthy. Um, And I think we take a good approach on it. We just try to follow the macros. 
But yeah. I, I remember I went out the diet, the, the, the nutrition. I still, I still do it. I'm not as disciplined about counting the calories, but I do, I do eat clean. And I think, I also think that you don't need to go too overboard. Like, you can still have a cheat meal, like, every yeah. once a week. You don't yeah. need to go where people go. And also, what I realized was once I got on it, yeah. it's so, like, for me, because, like, cutting out sugar, I feel like that's a hard part for people. That's huge. But once yeah. you do it, it's actually pretty easy because I remember what I did, this happened to me like a month ago where like I, I hadn't eaten sugar in like two weeks and I had been consistently eating, I had been consistently eating well, right? So I thought after I had that cheat meal, it would taste great. I'd be right. eating all this stuff. So I had like, I went to Cheesecake Factory. I thought I was eat all this food. And then what ended up happening was I ate like half of a cake, slice cake, and then that was done. Yeah. And that was it. I feel like, because I think your body adjusts to it, right? Has exactly. That, does it happen to you where, like, your body adjusts? It's, it's like, your cravings also start to differ, right? Where it's yeah. like, you don't really, like, now if I drink, like, Coca-Cola, the sweetness will just get oh. so bad for me, I can't do it. Yeah, you know, uh, Dre makes fun of me all the time. Like, it, if I take a sip of a Gatorade or something, I'm always like, oh, my God, it's so sweet. It's like, ju- you know, it's just juice and sugary water, and um, your, your palate changes, exactly. Yeah. So... If you're eating sugar every day, you're gonna want to kind of. You feel like you want to keep eating sugar yeah. every day. It makes you feel good. You get that little dopamine release. Yeah, you do. Um, but you know where I'm at now. You know, 15 years ago or so, I, I started this, and you know, I was eating Taco Bell and <laughs> and things like. The only thing I didn't really eat was like McDonald's. As yeah, if. I don't. I don't think the last time. I think the last time I ate. What happened was I would, I would whenever I go with my friends, I would always. Now I'm like very like before I, I like I could not tell anyone ate, but now I'm like very interested in it. Mm-hmm. Like you just like look at what people are eating. Yep, and everything. Then, and like while you're eating a salad in the back. Yeah, yeah. You know it, it's your body. Yeah, I don't know how else to say it. It's yeah. your body. So, and so you know everything you put into it is your fuel, and you have to break it down. And you know so I think people just blindly um, throw things in yeah. their mouth. Just, just because, and um, I also think I recommend people cook more. I cook oh, a lot yeah. of my meals as well, and the reason I do that is even if I went out and ordered something healthy, I'm still not 100 percent sure what I'm putting into my body. Yep, and that's the sad truth. Is um, anytime you go out, Laura usually tells people, even if it's just a grilled chicken sandwich or this or that, you know, usually they're cooking in butter and oils yeah. and things like that, even if it's not fried and. Um, you just, the only way to really know what's going on is for you to cook. And, and the more people I talk to and, and stuff, it seems like it's almost becoming a lost art. <laughs> um, there's so many uh, meal plan companies yeah. and, and things like that. And, and, I, and it's good at, to a degree because I'd rather people do a meal plan from a delivery company than them um, do fast food or actually yeah, like mighty meals i know you've been yeah. right on the no people can't see but it's right there on the refrigerator yeah yeah we got mighty meals we love mighty meals they got good healthy food tastes good um are you sponsored by them by any chance or no. just, you just have the refrigerator no we just uh we just they used to deliver them here, oh okay, okay but um now they just deliver straight to your home so yeah i know because it would definitely be good and also one thing i, I know one major factor because people with disabilities, most of the disability are looking at in general is COVID. Mm. I was very lucky that I found no CrossFit because of all that. Because to be honest, that's the one thing that kept me grounded during yeah. this working out. And also it was like, it was that 
it really reinforced the fact that you don't really, I mean, obviously, we, it looks, when you walk into a costume gym, you look like you have so much equipment. But when you yeah. break it down, it's not that much. I mean, you have, you have your barbell. Some dumbbells, the, kettlebell, jump rope. Bar, I mean, yeah. other than, I mean, there may be some nuances, like the rowing machine. But other than yeah. that, you're not really, I think, and also, what is what drew you about CrossFit the most? Like, I know that there, there are multiple workouts, but is there one specifically that drew you the most, like this one specific factor that you really... Um, it, it just opened my eyes to a level of performance that I felt I clearly had not tapped into yet, um, which, which was extremely intriguing to me because I enjoy identifying as an athlete and things yeah. like that. So, you know, how could, uh, how could any workout in the world in my ignorant 21 year old brain or, or so, you know, how could any athlete in the world be eight minutes faster than me on a 10 minute workout. How can, how could I be that bad? Um, and, and that was enough to get me started into researching and looking and yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's a great, that's a great part. And also, I think also what really draws people across it was, is that how time, like it's only an hour, like it's literally only an hour. Like yeah. maybe 15 minutes plus stretching, but yeah. when you walk in there, you know, do you think that draws a lot of people as well? Yeah. So I think, you know, we have to be realistic too. And, and in the U S the type of lives we live yeah. and that we work. I mean, I, I originally wanted to open up a gym so I could train even more. Um, and I probably train a little bit less just, we're just really busy, but, um, yeah, you know, we have to be, we have to be realistic and keep people in that hour. People have to pick up kids. They you know, people got three, four kids. They all play different sports and they yeah. got places to go. So we're lucky to get people, um, you know, to even spend the time to take care of themselves. So we, we pack it all in an hour. Sometimes the workout is a Fran type workout. We did some strength before a short, fast workout. Um, but sometimes yeah. it's a 45 minute workout straight. And so longer workout, lower intensity, shorter workout, higher intensity. And we vary it. Yep, and for people who don't know, I don't know how to ask you this. What do you think of the, I know you're afraid of the friend, but what do you think has like been like, like the most tough, like after I did, like for me it was the Murph. Yeah. Because I did the Murph one time, and that was like, that was legit, that one, I've, no workout that made me feel physically ill. Yeah. That's the only workout I say, but what do you think has been the workout that's made you just? Um, you know, a, a great workout for people, if, they're, if they want to Google, is uh, the seven. Um, that is a hero workout, um, and, and that is uh, seven rounds, seven movements, seven reps yeah. each. Um, it adds up. I think uh, I've done that before, and it was yeah. that is brutal. Now, so one of the things that you worked out was how did you get? Did you have you always done hero workouts? I know sometimes we periodically do it in class. Have you always been doing that, or was it someone introduced so you to it? We did a lot more of them early on we yeah. used to do a lot of volume a lot of heavy stuff um and we st- we still do it like like you're saying but we've shifted a little bit um you know we have to it's it's not great for some of our members that yeah. are 60 years old to do 45 snatches you know when they have shoulder issues yeah, and this and that. so we found ways to kind of break up the class or put people in barbell club and have like easier classes harder classes and vary them and stuff um again to try to accommodate for everyone but uh, i think all of our members would agree across the board that we really try to push push you know we don't let people get comfortable yeah I, um, and 
I really feel that because that's one. I had a very good conversation about this one thing with disability was that if, we, if when you have a disability, it teaches you how to really be really good when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Because your entire life is surrounded by that. And I feel like that's one thing. A lot of people with disabilities, when they work out, they may they feel more motivated. But I feel like if it's actually, a lot of find inspiration by watching. Like, if you see, like, an athlete with a disability, a lot of people find yeah. inspiration by that, right? Yeah. I know, I see, I know, and there are CrossFit athletes with disabilities as well, right? I, I've seen, there was the one-armed man who had a disability. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was able to, and one of the things that CrossFit was, I think a lot of people, it's just that the movements are so strict. People don't understand the move, movements that well. Yeah, you know, and... And, and well, to go back to what you were just saying is one of the things I used to tell people is, is who were you inspired? Yes. Um, you know, we tend to have a negative thought of our of ourselves and our performance and things like that. But there's so many levels to this. You know, someone who's, um, you know, maybe 300 pounds and they're overweight. Absolutely. Well, we've helped people that are at 500 pounds lose over 100 pounds. Yeah. You know, so, but the 500 pound person's looking at the 300 pound person like, wow, I can't wait to get there. That, I, and I definitely felt like that. Especially, I don't talk about me, myself that much, but I definitely felt that when people found out stroke survivor. And because what happened was uh, after COVID hit, I really got into working out, I really worked out. And then I came back like a year and a half later. And people who and people who knew me because I had as a different person, some people didn't even recognize me. Yeah. And I felt that it was really inspiring. A lot of people, it's great because they get to inspire people. And I feel like there's some challenge with CrossFit because one intimidating factor is how intense it is. Like the reputation. Do you think a lot of people join it because of the reputation that it's like an intense workout? Yeah, I mean, we get people that join because they they miss the competition yeah. of growing up, playing college, this and that. Um, but I think also people are attracted to um, the the undeniable results that gyms like us get, um, you know, high-intensity gyms, CrossFit gyms, stuff like that. Um, while you have to accommodate for people, you have to push people. You have to stress the organism for it to, to grow and change, right? If we stay in that comfort level, like you said, um, we'll, we're not going to make much change. Uh, but trying to balance that with people, you know, sometimes we get people that want to go a little too hard too soon. Absolutely. And that was, that definitely was for me, to yeah. be honest. So, you know, <laughs> and that was me too when I started. Yeah. Once I did the research and learned what was happening, what I need to be doing, oh, it was twice a day. It was nowhere near enough eating, nowhere near Absolutely. enough stretching, but it was twice, twice a day training. Yeah. And, and I definitely helped people. I think... I've, and also, with the, uh, to go back to barbell movements, I know it's a CrossFit gym, but let's go back to barbell movements. They, I remember when I started start barbell club. I remember I would just sit there with a PVC pipe yeah. and just sit there, and I and I, I and it always looks weird. But then, like now that uh, I I start now, I'm more comfortable. I see, and now it's like I I try to when I see like the like when the kids like you know yeah. they the sport performance. I see kids who kind of look. They're more the the motivated because they're doing that. I yeah. still I just want to go up and tell them, hey, you know what, this, yeah. this sucks, but trust me, in five, you in six months you'd be hundred times better than yeah. if you did not do this. Yes, I I love it because it I think it teaches people patience. Absolutely. In a time in the world where no one has patience, yeah. um, we want instant gratification. We need likes on our posts. We need you know whatever. We need the instant 
health results with it at all. Um, and I definitely think that workout teaches you that as well, right? Just yeah. Putting off, like working out, you know, you're doing these intense workouts for a finite period of time to put off the, your period of time, right? Because like you could spend an entire hour, you know, watching TV, but instead you're coming mm. here when you're probably already tired, maybe yeah. a full day, or maybe you woke up really early and you could spend an extra hour sleeping or watching TV the night before. Yeah. But I do think that definitely helped me was was working was working out really taught me discipline. Yeah, yeah, and and consistent yeah. consistency and and showing up every day, working towards a goal. You know what people have dreams of starting businesses yeah. and things like that. Trust me, every day you gotta wake up yeah. and work on it. No one wakes me up every day. No one tells me when to go to work. But just like my health, you know, I have goals and I want to reach them, and that takes daily work yeah and i think one of the last point one of the last point for me what happened was after i started working it became sort of like a therapy for me have you noticed yeah. it becomes very therapeutic yeah and I, you know one of the things me and, and coach ashley joke about is people are always playing this game in their head like well am i going to go today you know they get off work and I, i've talked to so many people that are trying to decide that you know am i going to go am i going have you ever left after you went and been like, no. I shouldn't have gone? No, and I've never done that either. <laughs> no, no one has ever done that. So you know the real decision, and it's just that little battle between good angel, bad angel. But, yep. um, you know, I encourage people to just still show up, and, and um, even if it's not a day where you're feeling like you're going to set a new personal best or anything, no. you know, just show up and do the best you can and come back tomorrow and, yeah. and try again. I also want to ask you, what was the first time like the first time you did an RX for it? Like, I remember that my my first time, but what was the first time for you? The first time, um, man, I don't know. I don't know if I know specific. Yeah, I, I remember like we would do. So I found the that workout the sevens uh, right away, and one of the movements, one of the seven movements in that workout, um, is a thruster with. 135 and you got to do seven of them um and you know people think about crossfit as just performance but again we focus so much on technique and with technique comes yeah. mobility and i was spent so much time doing bodybuilding stuff and being an athlete and getting injured and things like that that i was missing some mobility yeah. and shoulders and elbows and stuff um so, you know, again, I think it's pretty all-encompassing yeah. where you, you have to I, focus on everything. Yeah, I think for me, the first time I did, it was like a deadlift workout where it was like 225 and you need yeah. to do like, it was like an imam with that and wall balls. But it felt so good to do it, finally, oh, yeah. just to get up there and lift. And I feel like a lot of, I feel like it does give you that sort, sort of empowerment. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it, again, it goes back to goal setting that yeah. a lot of people don't want to do, I feel like, because they're afraid of failing, but, um, you know, <laughs> you got to work hard and learn from the failures and stuff. The um, For me, you know, I, I never could do that thruster at 135 early on, and then yeah. and I worked on it, worked that's on my mobility. That's incredibly and, hard. Yeah. I think for folks who don't know that, it's, it's like, you just, cause you can't really, I mean, you use your legs, but it's, yeah, but yeah. it's mainly your upper body. Yeah. And, and that's actually the one reason why I joined uh, Olympic lifting was because, because of the right hand, I was worried about not being able to mobility in my right hand, but because of Olympic lifting, I mean, you use your arms some bit, yeah, but yeah. most of it is your leg. Like, yeah. Right. Legs, I mean, you do yes, press yeah. up to do the jerk, but you can't, but 
the upper body not nearly as important as having the lower body strength, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, any real Olympic lifter is squatting just about every day or yeah. every training day, five days a week, maybe. Um, you know, maybe not always super heavy or maybe not a ton of volume always, but that squat is is so much your leg strength, hips, glutes, you know, it, it's so important. Yeah. But that's, this has been great. Thank you so much. We're at right about 32 minutes now. Uh, thank you so much. Is there anything you would like to add at the end? I hope you had a wonderful time today. Yeah, no, this has been fun. Um, and I encourage you and, and, and people with disabilities and stuff, um, you know, what are some of the big benefits that you saw when when you started? Phys- uh, physical benefits? Physical, obviously, because I was weightlifting, I definitely saw improvements in my strength. Uh, my cardio, the weird thing was I was slimming down, mm-hmm. even though I wasn't doing as much cardio. That's yeah. also going to die. But I, I felt more energetic. I also felt like when I'm going to, I'm, I'm, because I, I, the weird thing was for me was, for me, I got, for me, the main thing was bullying, right? I got bullied a lot. I got mm-hmm. called. A retard, I call all, all these offensive terms. Mm-hmm. I don't like using that word in public bodies in for context this time because of disability. And I, I, and I really wanted an outlet, right, a healthy outlet. And I think I found that. And now that, and I use an outlet, but now that I'm coming back, it definitely, I feel like a completely different person after that. Yeah. I definitely feel like a different person. I felt like if I go to school and I have a bad day, I have this. Before, exactly. I didn't have that. Before, I, if I had a bad day, I would just watch TV. Yeah. But now I'm saying productive. Because even after I finish a workout, even if it wasn't a, even if it was, even if it wasn't a good workout, yeah. even if I do it in that hour, finite hour period of time, I might as like, feel like it's rebooting itself. Yeah. So I'm not because you're because you're so intense, you're not thinking about it. So it kind of feels like after you're done. Yeah. And one of the things I do is whenever I finish a workout, I'm rarely my that's literally when my mind is the most clear. Yeah. Because you're just so you're just focused on being exhausted. So I think that's one benefit. Yeah. I don't know if that's the same thing for you as well. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I have also have a lot going on, and, and everyone has a lot yeah. going on. If you ask anyone how they're doing, they just always say tired or stressed. Or, but, um, you know, there's there's one time when you can't think about anything else, yes. <laughs> uh, and that's when you're on the floor gasping for air like a fish out of water, uh, working on your health. <laughs> and if you're going hard enough, you're not worried about uh, complaining about what music's playing, you're not worried about your work and the things that have to get done. You know, you have that hour or so to uh, yeah. to just spend on yourself, and I think everyone needs and deserves that. And also, I want to so you said you competed. It's one, one more, one last point. So you've comp- have you you said you have comp- have you ever competed in any type of like weightlifting competition or CrossFit? Yeah, I did uh, Olympic lifting, and I've done some CrossFit competitions. Um, I I love Olympic lifting. Yeah. Absolutely love Olympic lifting. It, it's a whole nother full-time job if you want to be uh, competitive in it. Yeah, I hope to one day be competitive. I watched the Olympics yeah. this year. And uh, for those who don't know, it's a uh, first movement is a clean and jerk. Where, and then the second movement is a snatch. Clean snatch. and jerk is where you will clean the barbell. Uh, you can either, I mean, I do, squat clean for me, it was like, it was like, I never understood it until I, until, like, I, I, I always said, why I can just power clean it? Yeah, and then at some point you realize you have to squat in it, and yeah. and then then the snatch. I remember I showed whenever you sh- and it's always cool because whenever you show videos of people cleaning jerking, the people are always so amazed. Yeah, and they go, "Oh, I don't, I'm, I'll never do that." And yeah. then, do you ever like feel that? Do you ever, you ever feel like whenever you show videos of people doing that, people always you always feel like you always feel like 
accomplishment because they're so scared to do that. Yeah, yeah. You feel like, well, I'm, I must be, you know, <laughs> tough or whatever. But it's just they don't know what you know. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. can learn it and yeah. stuff. And I mean, obviously, I also tell people that I just don't go walk in and lift, you know, 135 yeah. pounds. I also stretch for 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. And I'll squat yeah. and then I'll stretch again for another 10, 15 minutes yeah. to make my body sweat. So it's, there is, I say, you, you can just, as, for one last moment, when you look at CrossFit athletes, right? I know a lot of people like to judge CrossFit athletes, say, oh, you know, it's not healthy for your body, to put your body under stress. I say, like, some people, I, I've heard a lot of the single things that people say it's not healthy for your body. I say, it's, it's unhealthy for your body if you do it incorrectly. Absolutely. Um, you know, and you got to decide what your goals are. And that's yeah. a conversation I have with a lot of our athletes is, is your goal to go to the CrossFit Games, yes or no? Is your goal to get better for a sport you play? Is your goal just to get a little healthier and look a little better naked? You know? yeah. what, what is your goal? Because that will kind of determine what you need to be doing. Yeah, and you also do, and you also do sports performance training as well. Yeah, so you know, that's something that we have evolved into in, in our quest for performance is, okay, now we're taking one more step and going, uh, to these young athletes, what sport do you play? What position do you play? Um, and then obviously, what are your issues? Now we do an evaluation, you know, is it that they need to get quicker or they need to get way stronger or they're extremely uh, tight, they need to work on their flexibility. And, um, you know, so for us, it's, it's injury prevention. I had a, a pretty bad injury where I dislocated my knee and kind of ended my soccer career and things like that. And, and I, um, you know, I just don't, it could, I know now that it probably could have been prevented through proper training and strengthening and things like that. So um, we want to bring that to. Yeah. And I noticed that a lot of movements in hospital do help as well. A lot of programs do just the cleans. Yeah. Like I know a lot of like, a lot of like football players, yeah. like running backs, and football players in general. I'm not the biggest fan of how football players do, do Olympic lifting, <laughs> to be honest. I feel no, like, me neither. I feel like, um, I don't want to bash anyone, but I see people in my school, and mm-hmm. I feel like I was like, "You're gonna throw your back up because they do it." Yeah, they don't, they don't do it properly. Yeah, I've seen. We fixed a lot of uh, football players and former football player um, Olympic lifting technique for sure. <laughs> yeah, and but they also like pull ups are wonderful. Yeah, ring rows. Things yeah. of that nature, but and that's why, like, our goal and and we believe everyone's goal should be whether they enjoy it or not, should be to have a well-rounded exercise program. Absolutely, you gotta be able to, you know, run a mile in in less than eight minutes, and you also need to be able to do, you know, body weight and a half back squat at least, and double body weight Absolutely. deadlift. You know, to have these goals about not only being strong but also having endurance and and being fast and being explosive and being able to jump on a 30 inch box and, and things like that. That's our goals for everyone. Absolutely. And I think that's also one great point was, one last one great point was that a lot of people said that they move to right, process maybe move, move away from bodybuilding type of things. Yeah. People think that, I'm not saying it doesn't work for everyone, but it says it takes too much time because you're isolating all those muscles. Yeah, I, I spent years doing bodybuilding. Um, it, it's a interesting and, and can be very difficult yeah, sport. It, it works, but you have to be able to just the CrossFit. It, I mean, obviously, the CrossFit athlete probably spend like three, four hours training a day. But but for like regular people, I mean, CrossFit you can get that bodybuilding type workout. You're working your entire body yeah. right here. 
it just again goes back to uh, what are your goals you know yeah. a, a bodybuilder doing bicep curls and isolating movements and stuff um, you know there's a place in your training for some of that isolation depending on what your goals are what's going on and if you have an injury or if you're looking yeah. to activate you know you're not getting activation in this muscle like you think you should um, but for that to be your only training yeah. style is yeah. tough if you if you care about performance because it's you're actually isolating muscles instead of teaching the muscles to all work together yeah. like in an Olympic lift. And that's why I love using compound lifts. Yeah. Whenever I tell people, I say, if you're going to buy one piece of equipment, buy a barbell mm -hmm. and I said that's, that's the one equipment that you need. Yeah. Right? And I feel like a lot of kids my age don't really know how to do it. No. There's the stigmatism between weightlifting and I felt like a lot of kids do not use it. They could have some outlet, right? And I feel like a lot of bullying could stop as well because yeah. they have an outlet to understand but thank you this has been great we're at the 40 minute thank you so much for yeah. doing it today thank uh, you for having me thank you have a wonderful day i will thank you